A couple of weeks ago, I decided that my front door needed to be repainted. So I pulled out my paint, my paint brushes, and I opened the door and I took down a wreath that I normally keep on my front door all year round. And I put the wreath inside the house and I began to paint. Once I was done painting, I put everything away, I closed my door, locked it, and I went on about my business. The following morning, I go to pick up the reef to put it back on the front door. When I noticed something at the top of the reef that I didn't see before, it was a bird's nest. Now, at first I thought this was a joke because I'm like, wait a minute, did this come with the reef when I bought the reefs? I've had the reef for so long, you know, when you've had things for so long, sometimes you kind of lose track of the details of the item that you've purchased. But I was like, I know I, this, this thing wasn't on here when I purchased it. And so I looked inside and it was a tiny blue speckled egg literally looked like one of those Easter eggs, candy, you know, the little candy Easter eggs that you see in the grocery store around Easter time. And that is when I realized this is a bird's nest, a real bird's nest, not a fake bird's nest. And it has a real egg inside. How in the world did I miss this? So I carefully picked the reef up and placed it back on the door. And at this point, I'm really nervous. I don't want to touch the reef. I definitely don't want to touch the egg because I don't want to, you know, prevent the bird from coming back, the mother bird from coming back to the nest in any way. And I don't really know a whole lot about how this whole thing works, but I'm like, hmm, I know, I know that you're not supposed to touch the egg. And so I nervously put it back on the door and I'm praying that the mother would not be far away. And sure enough, within maybe 10 minutes of placing the nest back on the front door, I hear the tweet of the bird. Now, I had heard this tweet of the bird for weeks, but I mean, I live in the forest. <laughs> so I hear birds all the time. I mean, I know you hear the birds right now in the background. But this bird sounded like it was much, much closer than usual. And well, now we know why. So I started to do a little bit of reading online and find out about what birds usually use people's reefs to plant their nest in. I just thought this was just such an odd place for this bird to choose, being that this is a front door. We're easily coming in and out of it. We don't use our front door a whole lot. We mainly come in through the back, but still, I mean, you know, this is a door. And I contacted the nature guys who has a podcast and they talk about all sorts of trees and animals and insects and just you name it, whatever it is, you name it, they talk about it. And so I found out that it is a house finch. 
And so the house finch has now laid three more eggs and her eggs are in the nest and we get along just fine. Now, a couple of days ago, I found another nest. Well, not exactly found it, but I know where it's located. And this time it's right by our back door, but it's not on the reef that I keep on the back door. It is literally built right above our back door. And there are some babies in there because they're just chirp, chirp, chirping away. And I just thought to myself, wow, birds in the front, birds in the back. And to top it all off, we just purchased baby chickens. So I hear birds going on, you know, chirping all day long, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Frankly, I love it. <laughs> it's not annoying at all. But now we have baby chickens because we are building a little farm. And I tell you, all of these birds in my little circle is just quite entertaining. And I'm so honored that this natural wildlife has found its home near me and just has just felt comfortable enough to say, you know, I like that lady. I want to live right underneath her. <laughs> and so, you know, some animals we really don't want to hang in around, but we're pretty okay with the birds, as long as it's not hawks, because then, then we might have some predatorial things going on, but... On that note, today's title is Sparrows, House Finches, and Chickens. Oh my. So obviously I am talking about birds, okay? And going to relate that to the Word of God. I have simply just one scripture today. And it is coming from Matthew chapter 6 verse 26. And I'm going to read to you from the Amplified Version. And it reads, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow seed nor reap the harvest, nor gather the crops into barns. And yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they? This is a scripture that God is wanting us to think about. Whenever there is a question like that, that is a time for you to think. Just sit there and think about this. Now, I'm going to read it again and dissect it. Look at the birds of the air. Obviously, there is pretty much not anywhere you can go and not see at least one bird flying around. And it says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, so they're not up planting seeds. They're not planting cucumber seeds. They're not planting tomatoes. They're not doing any of that nor reap the harvest. So if I go out and I plant some tomatoes, 
some tomato seeds. I'm expecting, you know, to kind of reap a harvest of tomatoes, right? Birds are not doing that. Nor do they gather crops. So they didn't plant the seed of the tomatoes. They, they didn't go and reap the tomatoes. They didn't go get the tomatoes. And then they didn't go and pull them out of the ground and take them in their homes to eat. They don't sow. They don't reap the harvest. They don't gather the crops. They don't take them into the barns or into their houses or into their nest. And yet your heavenly father keeps feeding them. So there is still an abundance no matter the fact that they don't do either of those things, they still have an abundance of food. They have an abundance. When I look at my land that I sit on it, I look all around me. There is plenty of things for my chickens to come outside and eat. They got plenty bugs. Plenty things to dig up. They can eat up all of the grass. They can eat up anything that's out here. Those birds that are in the nest near my back door that mother bird has a land full of opportunity okay and then the house finch when i put that nest back when i put that nest back inside of my reef back on my front door she didn't abandon her nest she obviously kept it moving because she was still going out getting worms or whatever it is she was getting and or you know continuing to build and and do whatever she's doing for her baby birds there is an abundance of natural wildlife out here for these birds so they don't have to go to work they don't have to get a job they don't need to file for unemployment they have everything they need right here in my backyard If they have all of that and God supplies them with all of that because it says here and yet your heavenly father keeps feeding them well how would you be sitting here just you ain't doing nothing you ain't sowing nothing you ain't reaping nothing you ain't gathering the harvest and putting it back in your barns if you ain't doing that, then how in the world is the Lord feeding you? It says right here, your heavenly father keeps feeding them. He keeps, keeps, keeps mean it is happening over and over and over and over again. Like the Energizer Bunny. It's just going and going and going and going. It's nonstop. He keeps feeding them. Then are you worth more than they? Just in case you don't know the answer to that, I can answer it for you. The answer is simply yes. You are worth more to God than the birds. You are worth more to God than the chickens, than the sparrows, than the house finch. Just like he has supplied their need, he will supply your need according to his riches and his glory. He is not a God that lacks. And imagine we are a human race that we do go out and we do sow the seed. We do reap the harvest and we do gather it up. We go to work. We get paid. We come home. We feed our children. You know, our children can be compared to birds. They really could when you think about it. 
When was the last time your two-year-old went out and planted a seed? When was the last time your three-year-old reaped a harvest from the seed that he planted? And when was the last time your four-year-old went out and gathered up the harvest that was planted, that he planted or she planted? When was the last time you seen that? I know my children are always asking for stuff. They're not out planting seeds and reaping the harvest and that they have planted. They're reaping the harvest I planted. I'm gathering up the harvest and I'm bringing it to the barn or I'm bringing it to my home. And they're reaping the benefits of it. And that is exactly what's going on with the birds. They are benefiting from our harvest. And they are benefiting from the natural way of life and the way nature works and how things are just already naturally in the ground. I mean, all of this was here before we were. When we were put on the planet, we had everything we needed. When Adam was put on the planet, the earth was full of God's glory. He had everything he needed. He just needed to take care of it. So if God can do all of that for a bird, for a bird, I can tell you I have four hungry baby chicks and they eat all day and all night long and probably sleep in between time for five to seven minutes. They eat, 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 eat. But I'm the one that's going out and getting the seeds and I'm the one that's bringing in all of the food for them and supplying everything for them. But for them, all they have to do is eat and drink. Their bed is made up for them, cleaned up. Then if I bring them out here in the yard, they have an abundance, even more of an abundance of food than they had when they were inside the home. Now, if God cares about those baby chicks to make sure that they have everything that they need by putting people on the earth like me who love animals and who love these types of things and want to take care of them, then how much more does he love and care about you? Sometimes we have to just sit and, and just take a moment to just stop the complaining Stop the whining and just realize that the birds are full, literally, fat. COVID-19 happened and we humans was out in the stores like raptors, getting everything we could get. The birds was never complaining they were the same they got up the same time they got up before COVID-19 they were out feeding just like they did before COVID-19 nothing changed with them it's just another day of feasting on what the Lord has made and supplied and given them
the abundance of life that is booming and blooming in front of us. He has supplied for them. How much more will he give you, the person who actually goes out and sow the seed and reap the harvest and bring it into your barn or your home? How much more will he give you? I mentioned in another podcast that sometimes, you know, we sit and and we don't really realize how much God is doing for us. And even when we do have needs and they're not seeming to be met on time, we haven't been evicted. We haven't been kicked out. And if we have, we still have somewhere to go. God is always taking care of his people. The birds, they get up, they sing. I feel like they are worshiping the Lord because they have everything they need in abundance. And you know what? Their homes have been burned down. Their homes have been cut down. People have moved into these natural forests and uh, moved in these wooded areas and a lot of animals seem to be displaced. But they always find somewhere to go. And sometimes, unfortunately, those times they interact with humans or, you know, there's an encounter with humans and it's not always a positive one. But eventually they find where they need to go. You know, I'm not far from the city. I'm still much a city girl. And I know my mother-in-law recently told me, she lives just a few minutes away from me, that there was a mountain lion walking around in her backyard. And I was blown away because, for one, you rarely ever see cougars. I mean, even when they are in a, a natural foresty area, you don't really see them. And most of the time, they, they move out. If humans are coming in, they move out. But I can only imagine the fact that she saw him during the day or saw this cougar, this mountain lion during the day. Where was that cougar going? Where was he going? probably looking for a new home and I'm sure by now he's found it when the birds trees are cut down or burned down they don't complain they just simply go find another home this house finch has this nest that is now the birds home but once those babies hatch and they fly out of that nest I'm sure that they will go on to find them another home. But they have an abundance of what they need because there is still an abundance of wildlife. I want to encourage you once again to just get out and sit and just really enjoy the beauty of nature. There's so much to learn from it. It's ancient. It's been here before man. There's something to be learned and taught through nature. You know, for the state of Georgia, people are starting to move back out of the homes and 
venture back out because we are no longer under the quarantine or at least the in-home quarantine rule. And I wonder how soon it would take for people to lose sight of whatever it is they learned during this time. How quick will it be for people to lose sight of nature, of wildlife, of the calmness and the beauty and the peace and the serenity that you get from being out in nature? Well, as life begins to get back the way it was before, try not to forget those simple lessons and those simple things. Definitely don't forget that God loves you so much and he cares about you so much. And there is not anything that you are concerned about that he's not concerned about. And don't ever let anyone tell you that that God doesn't care about your concerns because he does. He is a loving God, a warm God, and he cares about the things that you care about. And I'm talking about those intimate things. I'm not talking about, you know, you want a new pair of Jessica Simpson heels and and you wondering if the Lord really cares if you get them. No, we ain't talking about that. But we're talking about those secret things and those things, you know, you, you really want your loved one to be healed. They're sick, they're in the hospital, and you want them to make it through. Or you have that loved one that's out in prostitution or they're spending a lot of uh, nights out on the streets in areas where they don't need to be and you're concerned about them. You're concerned about that loved one that is not saved. You're concerned about if everyone on your job loses their job because of the type of job it is during this time will you be able to feed your five children you're concerned about real things but God cares about you and whenever you need to be reminded of that look to the birds Because they are being well taken care of. They don't know where their next meal is coming from. But they're going to get it. They don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. But they're cool with it. God always provides for them. And he will provide for you even the more because he cares much more about you. So stay uplifted and stay encouraged. Don't let anyone get you down. Don't let society, don't let the world's problems and issues get you down because he loves and he cares about you today. He loved and cared about you yesterday and he will always love and care about you throughout eternity. Thank you so much for listening to Encouragement from Christmas Backyard. I can't wait to get to you again soon. Be blessed. Hi, this is Kristen. And thank you so much again for listening to my podcast. You know, I want to give you an invitation today. 
a special invitation. Being that this is a Christian podcast and I am a Christian, I think that it would be very fitting if I invite you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior today. You know, for John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Today, you can have everlasting life by accepting Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And to do that, guess what? You don't have to wait till Sunday when the pastor does the invitation to Christ and he calls everyone down to the altar. Sometimes that can be a bit scary and embarrassing. Now, it's nothing wrong with doing that. But some people have a fear of going down in front of the entire church. But you can accept him right where you are, whether that's in your bedroom, the bathroom, at school, at work. Find a private place and just say, Jesus, I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive you in my heart today. And then guess what? You are saved. It's a simple prayer. So if you are not a religious person or you're not a Christian and you don't want anything to do with Christianity, you can bypass this message. But hopefully at some point in listening to these podcasts, you will come to accept him as your personal Lord and Savior. So again, I just want to thank you so much for your time. And thank you. And I will continue to bring encouragement from Kristen's backyard.